And I just want everybody to, everybody that's working on a line, everybody that's working in a marketing department, everybody who's a CEO to go, I didn't make a trailer today. I created an opportunity for somebody to make memories and impact lives. And that is my total heart for what I'm doing. You're listening to the Lippert Academy for Leadership podcast, a show where we invite leaders to have courageous conversations about the journey of leadership, work, and culture. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Lippert Academy for Leadership podcast. This is the Vice President for Leadership and Culture here at Lippert Components, Dr. Amber Selking. And today I am thrilled to have with us Sandy Ellenson. Sandy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. This is a real privilege and a joy to be here. So Sandy, you are the Executive Director of RVWA. First and foremost, tell us a little bit about what is RVWA and and what's sort of your mission and purpose as an organization? Well, RVWA is the RV Women's Alliance, and it was created specifically to represent women working in the RV industry. And we were just really excited when we were um, asked to help create this. Actually, Susan Carpenter and Jordan Foose were the founders. Um, I came in about a year later. Um, We're just a year old. And our goal is really to inspire women to get involved in the RV industry. And then once they get involved, we want to help them develop themselves and grow personally and professionally so that they can make a difference in the RV industry. That's awesome. Sandy, what I love about you and our conversations that we've had sort of leading up to this moment today is just your heart and intent to really grow this organization. I think sometimes when organizations like this get started, people can be like, oh, here's the flavor of the month. Let's see how long this one lasts, right? Right, right. And and so, you know, I think that something like the RVWA or whatever organization um, that is there to help develop certain parts of an organization or an industry uh, are critical in that. And I think it's been so fun to see all of the women over the years that have been part of the RV industry. And then I think this renewed, this this whole new generation, I think of, of women coming into the RV industry. Mm-hmm. And so something like RVA is gonna be around for a while. And, and I truly believe in it because I know that your heart and intent too is not this like, yay women right. uh, sort of thing, right. but the importance of men and women together in this process. Tell us more about how you see the importance of men as a part of the RVWA in in this whole conversation. Absolutely. Um, It was really funny because I actually did have somebody say to me that RVWA was going to be the flavor of the month. (laughs) And that was probably one of the best things anybody could have said to me because I love a challenge. And so we will not be the flavor of the month unless it's going to be chocolate and vanilla because they stand the test of time. Ooh, right? Nice. I love it. I <laughs> so love there's it. there's that challenge back to you, whoever said that to me. I won't <laughs> mention your name. Um, and but but I do feel like you know we were all created with different gifts and talents, male, female, different cultures, and it takes all of us to really succeed. And so the RVWA, while our focus is to help women succeed in the industry, we are made up of male and female members. And we call our males champions. Awesome. Because they champion us. They they stand up for us in an industry where, you know, you may not be considered as a potential for a role in that job. And it's it's never anything where somebody says, oh, well, I'm going to hold her down because she's a woman, right? It's that they go, I never thought of that. And part of that, as women, we have to own because we never ask for it, yeah. right? And so there's that amazing, fun balance. The other thing is that 
there's a, a senior generation of people in the RV industry that are about to retire. Mm. And there's so much wealth of knowledge and wisdom that they have. And that wisdom needs to be transferred to the next generation. Mm, I love and that. And so this the generation that we're transferring that to is very much, women are very much a part of it. Years ago, women stayed home. They didn't work. Now we go out, we work. And so we are a part of that. And we need to be transferring all that knowledge to the best people, not the best men, not the best women, but the best people that can carry on that tradition and that mission. Man, that is powerful in so many ways. And I think there's two things that I want to hit on specifically for that. Um, one, you know, at the Lippert Academy for Leadership, we are intent on being science grounded, you right. know, and mission driven and performance focused, all of parts that are critical right. for success in the RV industry. And so what you said about, you know, men and women being created as complementary. So some fun brain science facts. So if we were to have two brains sitting on this table in front of us right now, we would actually be able to tell which one was the male brain and which one was the female brain right. because men have more gray matter in the back part of their brain, mm -hmm. which often allows them, and this is broad stereotypical, right? But generally men tend to be more socio, like spatially right. uh, oriented, mm -hmm. if you will, and be able to compartmentalize. So that's what that means from, from like a, a, you know, layman's talk. Right. And then women have more gray matter, gray matter in the top part of their brain, which actually connects the two hemispheres at a deeper layer than men do. Mm -hmm. And this is why women often see the connections between things. Right. And so as we all know, right, men left to their own devices, everything is in its box and nothing is connected. And we can be very siloed in right. our thinking, in our relationships, in our execution strategies. Mm -hmm. But women left to their own devices, we can see the connection between everything and nothing really gets organized or, or maybe too convoluted. Right. And so when we both sit around the table and bring those strengths, right. man, the, the solutions that we find, the innovation that we find, the creativity and collaboration that can happen mm -hmm. in that is critical. And so, you know, that's why I'm such a fan of RVWA and a, and a supporter of the organization, because I know that that's the purpose of this, is how do we bring the best to this industry right. so that we can all grow and get better and be sustainable long into the future? That's absolutely correct. And, and so one of the things in our strategic plan that we've just finished updating is to make sure that we convey that message. Um, our goal is just to inspire the next generation of workers and people coming into the industry. It's not to just go out and grab women or just go out and grab men. And it's not just white people or black people or Hispanic people. It's everybody, mm -hmm. all the talent we need. And so, I'm, you know, I just get so excited. Every morning I wake up with fresh inspiration. And I think you know, for me, I'm not the smartest person or the most well-known person. And I'm certainly new in the RV industry, but as a full-time RVer for many years, I know this industry from a heart connection. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that is my personal mission is I want every person working in the RV industry to understand the impact that they have. Because I run across so many people who think that they make a widget, right? Mm -hmm. They build a product. And that is absolutely not true. In fact, I was on a phone call with some, some people that I didn't know that there was a a CEO on this call, and I made the comment to him, you don't know what you do. <laughs> and so he didn't hear me the way I said it, and he questioned back. And I said, you feel like or you act as if you are creating a product that you sell. 
and I don't see it that way as an RVer. You are creating a tool that we are able to use to bring joy to our lives, to mm-hmm. create memories that last, and it doesn't just impact me. I had a great time, but so did my grandkids who camped with me. And now when they grow up and they become campers, they're sending that on that whole feeling and that wonderful um, ability to make memories on to their kids. Yeah. And so there's this multiplication factor that happens. And I just want everybody to, everybody that's working on a line, everybody that's working in a marketing department, everybody who's a CEO to go, I didn't make a trailer today. I created an opportunity for somebody to make memories and impact lives. And that is my total heart for what I'm doing. You know, Sandy, the other day when we were on a phone call, you said that, and it really struck me. You know, so often we can get so caught up in just the busyness, right? Mm-hmm. And the grind of business and work. And now the industry is like blowing up. Right. And and so even more, we can get caught up in the numbers side of it. But your experience as an RVer for the last, how many years have you been Six camping? years. Six years, right? This is a part of your life. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, you've shared stories with me that this, this transformed your life. It and did. so- you know, to hear your heart and your heartbeat around the importance of this industry mm-hmm. to the fabric of American society is, you know, I, I think just beautiful and, and resonates so deeply with me. We have such a beautiful country that has so much beautiful nature and mm-hmm. a diversity right. to experience. Um, and RVing allows that to happen. And so, you know, for all of us that, that are in the industry uh, and, it, you know, that, that we keep that in the front of our mind is, why do we do what we do? And right. and it should be about creating those memories to transform families' lives and to draw the family and friends closer together and a deeper appreciation and gratitude mm-hmm. for um for the for the world. You know, I know that right. there's RVers all over the world, not just certainly in in the United States, um, but wherever you are, to again appreciate where you're at and see that right on the, your doorstep. You know, every day yep. when you wake up. Yep, I was so thankful that I got a chance to experience this even though I feel like I started experiencing RV late in life. Um, I had family members that that RV'd, but we never RV'd. But my background is in tech. And so I've worked in the tech industry. Everything moves very fast. And things can be kind of impersonal, right? Mm -hmm. You're not doing a lot of face-to-face in tech. I have 2 million miles with Delta flying all over the world to places I never saw because I was traveling for work. And then all of a sudden, I got this opportunity to start traveling in this RV. And and it was funny, the first few trips we made, it was like, hurry up, hurry up. I mean, we were literally driving 12 to 14 hours a day. And, And all of a sudden, I stopped, I looked at my husband, and I said, I'm still acting like a road warrior. I'm still acting like I'm flying somewhere. We just traveled 14 hours through three states, and I didn't see any of them. I had my head in the computer right? And you're beelining it across interstates. We've got to change this. And so I started learning the RV way, right? Learning what the RV lifestyle really was like. And we didn't take the interstates. And I made time to sit and look out the big window. And then I started inviting other people in. And all these people who thought I was crazy at first for going full-time in my RV were suddenly going, I want your life. And I could understand it because it was changing me and they saw it was changing me by the way I was posting, by the way I was interacting with them. I mean, I'm really embarrassed to say this, but I had lived that consulting life for so long that everything was about the billable hour. 
Mm-hmm. Even my son even said to me, Mom, this isn't a billable hour. He said that to me one time. Wow. I, in my head, I'm thinking, I have to hurry up because I am, this is costing me this amount of money. So for me, it really was a major shift. And I think that's why I love the industry so much. Yeah. I think because I know what it has poured into my life, and then I know what I have seen it pour into the lives of others. We bought a big motor home so we could take all our grandkids with us. Well, guess what? Within a month, all of my kids had bought motorhomes. Wow. And I'm like, why do we have this big old motorhome again? <laughs> right? I have no grandkids. They were happy to go with mom and dad, right? Um, we I had two friends that were business friends and friends, and they were like, they thought we were crazy. They thought maybe we'd had to file bankruptcy or something and <laughs> sold our house and living in this RV or something. Although RVs are kind of expensive, that would have been hard without, you know, filing back if we were had filed bankruptcy. But um, literally, you know, within five years, they're, they have literally found ways to work from home, sold their homes, living in RVs. And so I'm, I know that living in an RV is not for everybody, but it's interesting to me that the lifestyle is so amazing that people want to. I love that. And Sandy, you are, man, what a, what a, you're getting me excited. I'm going to go home and talk about We need a motor coach. That's exactly uh, he's right. He's going to think I jumped off the deep end. But, um, you, you know, you are, you have been up in Elkhart County. Right. For 30 days. Yes. So you came up here on a whirlwind, I guess a whirlwind tour is not true. You've been here for 30 days. That's, right. that's a whole month. So tell me a little bit about, one, where you drove here from. Okay. And two, your intent of being in Elkhart County, which is the, the heartbeat of the RV world from right. a manufacturing standpoint. Right. Uh, why'd you come here? So we came from Columbus, Georgia, up here. And as the new executive director of RBWA, I felt it was really important that I come up and meet with some of the people that I had been talking to online um, and really just get a perspective on the internal workings of the RV industry. I knew it from an RVer side. And I had been here before, and I had met some people in the industry, but never as a person working inside the industry. Um, I had never done a tour of any of the manufacturing plants. And so I came up to do that, to meet with people, to love on people that I had felt like I knew but didn't, right? Get that whole personal thing. Even in a COVID world, we fist pump, we didn't hug. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, I, I walk in and I'm doing these tours and I'm like, this is totally not what I thought. And I had heard people say things about, the industry and the way things were done. And it didn't really make total sense to me. And then I stepped into that manufacturing plant and I saw it. I mean, I'm expecting the auto industry and all these big machines and hundreds of things coming off the line. And what I'm seeing is people. Mm. And I'm seeing this very deliberate pace of creating these RVs that is so amazing that it's not automated it really represents teamwork so well because Mm -hmm. they have to work together as a team to move these rigs down the line. And if one person in that team gets out of of alignment, right, then the team doesn't succeed. And I'm, I'm watching this and thinking, man, this is such a great life story, right? And so I'm watching it and I'm thinking, this is probably the last bastion of what made America great because these are, they're handmade. They really are handmade. And there's nobody sitting there with a blueprint saying this is what it looks like. There's a senior person training a younger person in a trade. 
And it just was such a beautiful picture for me. I, I just loved it. And I, I kind of, I came with this perspective of Sandy has all these great ideas and all this great knowledge, and man, I'm going to school them. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, after the first day, I went back and I sat by the campfire with my husband and I thought, wow, I am seeing things from a totally different perspective. There's so much for me to learn. And I kind of looked into the fire, and it was funny. I thought, you know what? All these people in Elkhart, they're the logs, right? They're the fuel. They're they're that burning passion for what keeps this RV industry going. I'm just the the pop rocks that you throw on top of it that makes the colors flare up. (laughs) I'm just, I just want to, I want so bad to communicate to everybody here my heartfelt thanks and what it really has meant to thousands of RVers who will never get a chance to come up here. And in the process of doing that, I want to do my job and I want to recruit more women into the industry and I want to encourage more people in the industry to look at women in ways that they've never looked at them before. Like this girl could do that job, yeah. right? And so I hope I hope I at least succeed in some ways. I mean, I love that. And so I just heard so much wrapped up in that. You know, and the first thing, you mentioned this word in your dialogue there of, of perspective, you know, and how you, seeing something from a different lens. So right. here in Elkhart County, inside a manufacturing facility versus at a campsite somewhere all over the country where you're looking at your RV, thinking, you know, why is everything in different places and all these different RVs? Right. But here it's because, well, they're in different places because they're handmade. That's right. No one RV is the same because they're made by humans That's you know right. that are that are pouring their heart into this and so in in a world right now that i think so desperately needs mm-hmm. perspective mm-hmm. on so many things right. Um, you know, I hope that we all take away from this just the importance of that. Like things aren't always what they seem. And that's exactly right. If you are willing to be humble enough to step into new places and new experiences and mm-hmm. new people, your perspective changes and it gets bigger and it gets brighter right. and it gets more realistic actually right. in terms of what you're what you're actually seeing. And that discernment, right. you know, I think is what allows us to lead well. You know, this is this is a podcast about leadership. Right. And and great leaders have perspective. They have vision. Mm-hmm. And they're they can bring that to people, to industries, to places. Right. And now more than ever, our right. world needs that. And, you know, I firmly believe that right here in Elkhart County, we can be a beacon of light, of leadership, of, of transformation, mm-hmm. of what the world could look like if business is right. done well. Right. Even in places like manufacturing, mm-hmm. you know, even in big companies. Right. You know, it, because humans are a part of it. Absolutely. In fact, I think that's, that is really why I've been drawn here, because it's a slower pace, in many ways. Yes, there's this speed that happens on the line um, that has to happen to be efficient, but it's coming from tech, right? Where everything is very fast and, and you know, 90 days from now, nothing's going to be relevant. 90 days from now, you're just starting your journey as an RVer. You know, when you buy your RV, you're still like so new at 90 days. And Perspective is so important because I think the more perspectives we have, the stronger we become, the um, the more we can see in others. It's just like this whole issue with, you know, hiring men over women, right? Well, did the men deliberately hold women down or did the women just not even consider themselves in that role? And I do, I mean, there are great men in every industry 
who I would never think that they deliberately held a woman down, but they also never intentionally thought of putting a woman in that role. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, there's a difference between stupidity and ignorance, right? Mm -hmm. And when you are ignorant, it means you don't know that there's something wrong. I came up here thinking I had one job, one thing to do, right? I'm leaving completely humbled, being so thankful for what I've learned here, and knowing that I've taken on a different perspective. And while I am still 100% all about RVWA, it this has put a change in my perspective that hasn't just, I mean, it has really kicked it up a notch for me. And I think it's given me a new way of looking at it that's going to give us a new way of being successful at RVWA. Yeah, and I, I love that because, you know, you and I haven't been raised in the RV industry, right? right. And so so we are new to this space, but mm-hmm. bring with us some different experiences, whether it's from the sports space or, you know, I worked in manufacturing historically, but in like a totally different industry than RV. Right. And your background and experiences are so diverse and mm-hmm. incredible from global work that you've done in so many different countries, mm-hmm. um, helping so many different types of people in tech and consulting. And so the important thing from my perspective is that we get the right people with the right mindsets and heart sets into this industry. That's right. With new ideas. And that and that's where I think the RV industry is going to continue to grow and flourish with so many people who are legacy in mm-hmm. the industry and know the nuances and have a heartbeat for, for this RV world. And then we bring new perspectives in. Right. But with the mindset and the heart set that we're going to make a positive impact in right. our in our world through this lens and space of right. the RV world, mm-hmm. like that's where magic can happen. Um, it's when you bring people in from different industries that just don't care and they're there for the wrong reasons right. that things get messy. Um, but I, I'm just thrilled and honored to be here, as I know you are, um, and I'm really excited to see the influence that you're going to have in that RVWA collectively with all of the, the members through this entire industry are going to be able to, to make a positive impact in, in what we're doing and be a force for good. I am too, and I look forward to many, many more men and women joining the RVWA. Well, Sandy, thank you so much for your time today, your insights. Thank you for spending 30 days in beautiful Elkhart County. Um, it's been a blessing having you, and we are looking forward to the continued impact that, that you and the organization are going to have in our space. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast belong solely to the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the view or mission of Lippert Components, Inc. Thanks to Eternity Bro for our theme music and to Michael Yoder and the amazing team over at Truthwork Media. Thanks for listening.